Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. This is the Lois J. Wessel Show, and I am your host and executive producer, Lois Wessel. I am coming to you live this morning from Houston, Texas at 8 a.m. Central Time. I want to remind you to register for Blog Talk Radio. It's free, and if you do that, you can rate my show, mark it as a favorite, or get reminders of upcoming shows. The call-in number here is 347 345-5309. You can use a telephone or you can call us using Skype. After you call, if you want me to open the line and let you speak on the show, then hit the number 1. That's like raising your hand in class. In the second half of the show, we will begin taking questions. I also want to remind you that I offer a free email newsletter about metaphysics, spirituality, energy medicine, the coming changes, and the kinds of things that we talk about here on this show. I've been sending this newsletter out for free for 11 years. To sign up for that, you will go to hotpinklotus.com, and I don't ever share your email addresses with anyone. We've got a great show for you today. It's part two of an interview with Dr. Thornton Streeter, who is an expert in the field of uh, the human energy field, or um, bio, hmm, I know it means like fuchsia, but... Yeah, really. well, it's funny you say that, actually, because hot pink is a color that we see in the biofield quite common. Really? Ooh, quite common, like, yeah. Yes, and, um, yeah, perhaps it's a good good way to start the conversation. Well, tell me, what, what does hot pink mean <laughs> in the biofield, or do you know? Yeah, um... I mean, fuchsia, literally, um, we often see nice, thin, pink lines of this hot pink, and it's healthy energy, you know, we can see some inkling of what is the human energy field with this equipment. So, um, to see these sort of hurricane formations forming around people, it's like, hmm, what is that? And, of course, you think, well, the energy's not flowing through there properly. Um, and there's a sluggishness in activity there, and when we measure it with other devices, yes, it's um, sluggish, and the energy movement is slow, so we imagine it's blocked, but of course, I'm I'm the way I am just because I need to be this way, so if we see that kind of pattern appearing in front of somebody's heart, you think, oh, you've got a blocked heart, but languaging, that's not very nice, you're blocked. Right. It's actually better to say, you know, you've created this shield for a reason, maybe from further hurt. But it's a status quo that's costing you. So, you know, I think I like to try and get behind people and help work with them rather than project onto them my rather callous interpretations of their stuff. I mean, I remember hearing a friend of mine had written a paper on the trauma of diagnosis. Hmm. And I think that's very important because you just, you know, people get told something 
and they believe it. It's the like danger putting, of labelling. Yeah, it's like putting smoking kills on cigarette packets. Smoking kills, and so does reading this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And one of my pet peeves are the little pink ribbons that remind you to think about breast cancer. Yeah, right. Yeah. Or even worse, the mammograms that they give you, which give you the breast cancer. Um, 75% of women in America who have breast cancer have had very high degrees of um, um, medical-grade um, uh, ionization. I mean, you know, the depletion of... Um, so it's it's... It just is implying that the ones that are the keenest to check up and use these modern tools are actually the ones who are getting mowed down by them. Bend between spirit and earthly matters. Um, you know, like on a on a. You call them toilets. We call them loose. Yes. You know that thing that stops the smells coming back. You know, I think in yeah. order to attain purity of spirit, we have water as a sort of shield. Um, it's a great buffer, if you like. Um, structured water is um, is is related to the <clears throat> shape the um, molecules form and the angle of the the bonding, um, and it can be influenced. Um, there's a group in Plymouth, in Devon, called Implosion, and they've been following up some work um, from a real genius from the previous century. Um, which is to do with vorticine water, spinning it. It's like a chakra. I mean, if you actually see one of these jugs that spins the water, um, yeah, it looks like a little tornado going on. And that helps the, the, the water return to its natural state, which it does as it flows down a spring or brook. So, you know, then I think with the insights that people like Emoto have given us, um, so visually, with his frozen droplets becoming uh, taking a shape of um, perhaps the sounds that are influencing them or the patterns that are influencing them, um, and um, you know I think that leads us to understanding you know the the power of prayer and sound vibrations and blessings and using our hands. Um, you know when we s switch on the intention in our hands um, to heal. You can measure a jump in biophotonic emissions from 300 biophotonic pulses a square centimeter second to 10,000. That's like Spider-Man, you know, turning on his web. That's what we can do with intention. We can pour out light from the palm of our hands. And um, so when we hold a glass of water either side, um, you maybe remove our spectacles, we can actually develop a relationship and we can tune and, you know, resonate very powerful intentions and thoughts from our side into the water, which feed back onto ourselves. Um, so we can kind of upgrade. And I think that's true. You know, we can make water that is going to help our young son pass his maths exam that afternoon. You know, I think we can structure water to be very specific. But, I mean, this is way out there and totally woo-woo, and that's why I've flown... God knows how many thousands of miles to be here to have the exact make um, um, you know make it a project to learn as much as you can about this before you start doing it you know if you're actually going to manipulate it in any way other than perhaps with your own intention because I mean you know you hear all kinds of different stories of people using say magnet charged water and the North Pole 
which would create, um, uh, you know, in terms of the the magnetism, a spin one way, and the south pole, which would make a spin the other way, have two completely different functions. One is a come across that. Yes. So yeah. you you know what it looks like. Mm-hmm. So this guy John Reed. I mean, I think there's quite a lot of people, you know, you know, in the past who've had some inkling of of the effect of sound, but that really does it for me, that we can see the shape of sounds. And what it implies is that sound creates form, and therefore everything that I see, the table, the, the tree, the, um, the bushes, the, the river, that's all created and hung together by, the, by its own tone. Mm-hmm. And therefore that must be true for us, that in order to exist in this shape, um, and for ourselves and for all our body parts to to be in their harmonic shape, there is a there's an underlying hum. <laughs> yes, uh, one of the most fascinating things I've studied in the last few years is cymatics and the the relationship between sacred geometry and sound and how um, how all of that. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's the only conspiracy. To me, I mean, I don't. I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but the conspiracy to me is that 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 we treat ourselves so badly. We wrap ourselves in a kind of a a condom of plasticity and 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 digital sounds, and so we're not getting those harmonics, that kind of stairway to heaven that I call that we need to feel connected. And that's why so many young people are kind of spiritually bereft at the moment because they don't have a sense of connection with spirit. The ba- are related to the endocrines, and if one of those is out of balance, then all the others are too. So why not the chakras? It would affect all the chakras if one yeah. is blocked. Yeah, we gave up pigeonholing people in terms of, oh, I've got a blocked chakra, because actually what happens as soon as one chakra is, is, is shielded or blocked, the other two either side of it will, will do something to try and counteract it. And someone who's ill or diseased has got at least two or three... Um, you know, centers where there's evidence of, of chakra disturbance in some way because the body has this self-writing system if it's only, you know, a simple problem, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. But, sorry. You know, what where we left off last time was that you were talking about the splenic chakra and mm. I actually have not heard a lot about the splenic chakra and I wonder if you would talk a bit more about that yeah well i think the best the best um you know journey into the chakras is that we realize it's an initiation um you know we first of all hear about the traffic lights the seven major chakras down the central nervous system the the the, the um the um the, the base to the crown but um you know as we probe more we find that there are chakras in the palms chakras at the knees little chakras you know in the, in the face and in, in various different places where the eyes are where the mouth is so the actual orifices themselves have their own chakras um and then there's two very interesting our own, if you know if the crown switched off then we use our own um chi you know and then you're probably yeah i mean we we talk about drawing energy from other people and um you know as far as um the research that um, Valerie Hunt did in California, she was working with a very, very powerful healer. Um, I think her name was Bryson, but I can't exactly remember. 
And um, she was one of the first people to identify that each chakra spins a different way. Exactly. It's like turning, turning lights on in the operating theater, and they can see. That it's like opening you know, a closet door and having all these things fall out on you because no one's ever opened the closet door before. Or they've done it in such a way that, you know, as you as your I think people's psychic abilities are dampened by the whole, you know, blanket of EMFs that are oh, on yeah. this planet right now. So maybe people don't have the sensitivity that they used to. Um right. fortunately there are a few key people who do. Um and you know working on other people's energy and not walking barefoot on the earth so that I can allow it to drain out. What do you think about that theory? Well, I think that's highly possible. I mean, there are other things that cause cramp in the feet. Um, But, you know, I think when we intuit something that it might be the answer to a condition or an issue we've got, it's a good idea to pursue it immediately to see if it solves the problem. I mean, I think that's the whole process of people like yourself who've, who've learned to listen to yourselves. I mean, we all have a voice, and it's not God. It's our higher self telling us what the shit to do and if we don't listen um you know that's when we get sick <laughs> so all you're doing is is over a period of time is learning to listen to yourself and acting upon it so i suggest you do that because you may well find that is exactly what's happened um or at least by labeling it that and then giving yourself a treatment walking barefoot on the grass you can address the issue do you see what i'm saying yes you know, even if something is a fibromyalgia, improve what we're talking about, because um, a picture's worth a thousand words. Yeah, yeah. And that, that's why people need to see some representation of of their field in a way that their eyes can perceive it. Yeah, but in reality, I mean, I've got and looked at just about every single biofield imaging, biofield measurement device there is. And we still don't have what we need. You know, almost when you bring them all together, you get a sense of of what we people, like a new car, have got a clear exhaust. Um, But the um, the people whose health is compromised, you know, they're emitting black smoke, and that's what we can see. Hmm. So perhaps exhaust isn't the most um, glamorous word, but, you know, it explains what we're talking about. That's what shamans refer to. When they remove disease, they talk about black smoke moving out of the body. Yeah, well, actually, ill people. I mean, the innermost layer of the energy field is like fur, like on an animal. It's almost perhaps the emotional level as well. And then um, with the um, with the electroscanning method, we're able to measure the field, you know, two feet away. And then with divining rods... You know, just simple divining rods, you can measure someone's field from a football field away. You can actually have two people standing on a football pitch and on the other end walk along the side. And when you match the two people, meet the two people with the rods, they're both open. And so you step a couple of feet further back and you realize, no, a few hundred yards from somebody else. So our fields connect. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, they all join up. We're all in each other. We're all literally in each other. And that's why I think people aren't clairvoyant right now. I think that's why, you know, our consciousnesses have developed into different layers of subconscious and unconscious because, you know, it would be too much to 
know exactly what everybody else is thinking we'd be cowering as we walked down the street because the little old lady would hear the guy going god i want to steal her bag and it would traumatize her you know we have this insulation of ignorance to protect us yeah Mm -hmm. yes i recently had to move my office out of an office building because i couldn't handle the energy anymore coming from downstairs and to the left and to the right and across the hall and i finally realized one day i could feel it well, I tell you, the biggest new industry in in healthcare is nothing to do with people per se. It's the whole building biology, geopathic stress. Um, there's so many scientists now looking at the chemicals in the home, and there's so many other pioneers starting to look at EMFs. I mean, there's a lady I know called Camilla Reese who's just published a book, and... Um, shown that in the last or 14 major studies recently, mobile phones really have proven to be harmful. But, um, of course, if you don't look in the right place... And there's a lot of misdirect going on. Yeah. Did we talk about mobile phones on water towers last time? We did not. Because I think that's my greatest concern, is when towns allow mobile phone companies to put those transponders on the drinking water towers. No. Are they? Yeah, because they're the tallest thing in the in in most places so they can oh. save money. Especially the ones that are hidden behind trees. You know, I know some people, in fact there is a website about this, who are creating what um uh, Reich Wilhelm Reich had had begun creating and that is um it's a generator that's created by by having a flakes flakes of uh, silver colored and gold colored metal mixed with um, some biological material like right. beeswax or whatever. And a lot of them are putting those things near those uh, cell phone towers to mm. secretly, you know, to take the edge. Herbs and natural products in America. I mean, they're doing $50 million worth of business a year. This isn't a a guy um, working out the back of a gypsy caravan. Um, And he has a range of products for negating the harmful radiation from, you know, equipment. Mm -hmm. So you can put one of these little stickers on your TV, on your fridge, on your um, microwave oven, if you have one, God forbid, Um, and by the government buildings that are built to plug them. You know, the citadels and the obelisks are all designed to plug the ley line energy to draw them into the banks, <laughs> to draw it into the banks and the and the houses of learning. It's not insidious, totally. but um, It's not know. accidental either, is it? Well, I think, you know, in when we observe the biggest cat in the litter, um, it's the one that gets the cream, you know, and I think what's happened is that, you know, we're all born with a quota of qu- cream, and yet a very small percentage of the population has learned how to steal the cream off everybody else and give us 2% fat. And that's why we're all, um, you know, on the grindstone. But, um, you know, I mean, I think the exact opposite happens energetically. The more, um, you know, ignorance is bliss and children keep you out of trouble and sleep has got 14 concrete 
walls to get through. Not to mention the fact that you're not exactly grounded living on the seventh floor. Mm. That's the, this is the this is the biggest growing illness. You know, it's been called yuppie flu. It's been called all kinds of different things. You know, um, glandular fever. You know, the the illness when people they just can't suddenly get up in the morning. They can't go to work. They can't do anything. You know, they're in electromagnetic meltdown. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced personally, and this is just intuitive, that this huge rise in autism in children has to do with being overly exposed. The central nervous system, while developing, being overly exposed to electromagnetic frequencies. That's what I think. Well, I think that's definitely part of it, but it's compounded by other things. It's compounded by certain chemicals that happen to be in their diet. And it's compounded by certain other things that they do. Funnily enough... um, I was with a brilliant young scientist from Germany who's developed um, an information medicine tool. And he was saying that um, autism and Asperger's and, you know, all the different conditions that they're starting to identify are to do very simply with the left-right brain imbalance. So you call it the cause EMF, but we now measure it in the um, brain activity in the left and right brain. And if you synchronize, you know the Monroe Institute with their hemi-sync stuff? Yes. If you synchronize the brain, you can release either the over-stimulatory type behavior or that's more docile. And it's to do, and, and, it's, and, and the apex of it is in, is in the, the two hemispheres of the brain. So I'm, I'm quite interested to pursue that concept. It, seems, it makes a lot of sense to me. <clears throat> because that's the kind of thing that gets out of whack when you are exposed to EMFs and toxins. Really? But there's all kinds of exciting things happening, um, and a lot of it from the technologies of the pioneers of the people like um, Reif and, and, um, and uh, you, you know, the, the, the early guys, Tesla, Faraday, the, to- the, tools, the, the tools that they were looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a machine now coming out of UK that a farmer can put in his field and it emits certain frequencies which stimulate the plants to grow. It also emits thousands and thousands and thousands on pesticides and, and fertilizers. You know, 200 odd thousand Indian farmers commit suicide because of the cost of producing the cash crops that they're inspired by modern culture to grow um, vis-a-vis the depletion of their soil. You know, they just realize they've blown it and they're so ashamed they commit suicide. But of course, there's a multi-billion dollar advertising industry getting over people's shame and guilt designed to do just that. Yeah. Earlier, you mentioned uh, Dr. Marshall and yeah. Air Labs. I looked up that website. It's quantumnutritionhome.com. And another place where they're selling uh, that sort of technology for protecting your, um, say, for putting on your cell phone is vesica.org, where they teach um, sacred geometry and have some safe space protectors. So those are two locations quantumnutritionhome.com and vesica.org, where you can get that. Yeah, message. yeah. I mean, that's what we do, isn't it? We, you know, we, we find out things and we test them and, we, and then we share the information. Um, 
you know, I've tested a lot of mobile phone protection devices, and on certain levels they work very well. What we're doing now is long-term studies to see how long these these chips can last. But, you know, some of them, you know, they shield you from the frequencies, but they effectively um, dish them onto the passenger mm-hmm. and go down to your local jewelers and see what I'm talking about. I will. I think that's fascinating. Mm. And I think, you know, that's what's happened to me in the last 20 years being in India. You know, I've got my research lab there. We're looking at the biofield. But we've also got these incredible people who are open to the spiritual realities as much as they are to their career as a scientist or a, or a, or a, or a teacher. And, um, you know, we really get to, to, to muse over what might be the, the reasons for things, um, you know, Many, many years, we walked around in barefoot, and then we started strapping leather and skins to our feet, and then some bright spark thought we'd insulate ourselves and put a bloody great thick-inch wedge of rubber on our feet. So we suddenly cut off from the earth energies just from wearing modern shoes. Exactly. And you add that to clothes that were originally totally porous energetic bigger selves you know and I think that may do something for the obesity in America you know I think that's part of the reason why um, people are growing so big apart from all the obvious chemical and dietary issues is that they can't feel themselves they can't feel their energy they can't feel the protective light around them so they create a, a sort of donut of physicality to do the same thing. You know, if... I'm overlooking the creek in Boulder where I'm staying. I don't know whether you can hear the creek in the background. Um, if I take my shoes off now, you know, I can... I'm suddenly plugged in, you know. And it's, and it's a replenishing process. You know, as, as I empty the dross em- energy out of my feet, so too beautiful clearing energy can enter my crown. So it's like you have to take your shoes off to get a download too, almost. Or at least make that connection with the earth. So you're earthing... ...people before and after just doing uh, Reiki or body talk, and there's a huge difference. I mean, I realize yeah. they're not as accurate as a lot of other machines, but they, there was a huge difference in the... Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, I always want to see if a machine has repeatability. Mm-hmm. You know, if I test someone every morning, a healthy young student every morning at 11 o'clock, I should see the same thing unless something's happened to them. Um, but, you know, in fact, some of these equipments that then produce like an astrology-type printout of what you're actually like, um, you can sit someone on that machine and you'll get such a completely different printout each time that you wonder whether it's kind of just a random generator. So I, I, there are some tools which really I think are edutainment and some which are useful, you know, clinical, you know, apparatus or, or you know, <laughs> alchemical apparatus. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, I, so I have to, that's a sort of nota bene on the bottom of your last comment. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. uh, the study we're doing is, is not so much to look at the interpretations that are given by anybody, but just to see if a group of people... Um, can change in the same way. Do you know what I mean? With the same yeah. water. Yeah. So that's what we're looking at. But um, 
You know, I mean, I think one of the most exciting things I've had the opportunity to do is is to film and measure um, certain characters who do have, you know, Siddic powers. You know, they can do that Kedjuri Mudra where they can curl their tongue back up into the top of their <clears throat> throat, into the nasal cavity. And that allows the amrit, the, the juice that drips, to well up. And that welling of the amrit creates a kind of a very powerful body of liquid which has its own electromagnetic effect and it activates and, and um, you know, transforms the pituitary and pineal gland. So what these guys can then do is they can be sitting on a rock and I've seen, I've seen them do it and fire. So fire is made up of air, oxygen, and spirit. You need oxygen to light a match, for example. What's interesting is the fourth element is water. So water is made of a cash, it's made of air, and it's made of fire. So fire is the chemistry that bonds the oxygen and the hydrogen in the air, and the spirit is the glue and the, 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 the matrix of the water. So everything that's solid, Prithvi, the last element, is the other side of water. It's a crystallization of spirit, air, fire, and water. What did you call it? Prithvi, the fifth element is earth, earth element in the okay. Vedas. And so that is a crystallization of spirit, air, fire, and water. So water is this fantastic substance which is made exclusively of spirit, air, vayo, and fire. The... the, the, the the Reiki world. I mean, look at, look at it from from um, from this perspective. A family can become aware of its environment and its food intake and its activities and how they influence them. And each member of that family has a responsibility to prevent disease in the other. So I see healing more heading that way where you know the smart family takes responsibility is a dangerous thing um, you know we've allowed ourselves to think that our apprenticeship can be not the four years of learning how to do something properly and then spending another couple of years doing something else to actually just reading a book mm. and spending a couple of weekends doing something with somebody mm-hmm. so I do believe that our our, our industry you know healing industry does need to have self-regulation and I'm glad that in Europe especially well in England it started from from you know a really good place of self-regulation because they knew that regulation was going to be imposed upon them by the European Union mm-hmm. and um, so you know the the, the um, each school of, of each modality of healing has got a very very um, detailed training and uh, a a, a program. I mean, how many healers do you know who you ask, where are the kidneys? And they get it wrong, like they're sticking a tail in a donkey. They can steer their own ship away from the rocks. They don't have to send out an SOS and get someone else to do it for them. (laughs) That's one of my favorite analogies. Excellent. We have one minute left. Wow. Yeah. Is there anything you want to say that you didn't get to say? Yeah, well, 
The amount of um, time that people are spending on research in this field is amazing, um, and the quality of studies is unbelievable. If you just look up Reiki uh, and see how much research that's out there, you can really tool yourselves up and empower yourselves knowing that all this work's been done, and uh, we are licensed and practiced to play and heal, um, and I think we just need to do that responsibly and learn as much as we can about people's homes and their families uh, as about themselves when we're, when we're working, he healing with them. Mm -hmm. Again, back to the environment. Yeah. So thank you so much for being with us today. I could talk to you forever and ever. You have so many excellent answers, <laughs> ideas, and for me it's just such a treat to talk to somebody who can answer questions because usually it's the other way around. Everyone's asking me questions. So it's been an incredible joy to speak with you again, and I'm very, very excited that you're bringing this work to the United States. Yeah. Well, can I just quickly thank my team, Matthew and Kimberly. There's two of them, Laurie, um, Dave, because they've all really helped this study and you know allowed me to be here and work with you, and Guyam, Yerka from Guyam, who's, who's sponsored us. Fabulous. Thank you for being here. Lots of love. Bye. Bye-bye. All I can say is wow. Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.